welcome to the Purely Nourished podcast. I am your host, Amanda Fitt. I am very excited to be bringing you the second ever episode here today, and we are going to be talking about all things fueling strategies for indoor climbing sessions. Now, before we begin, just a couple brief announcements. So if you're listening to this, the day that it's released, it is Thursday, September 8th, and I have a sale going on this weekend. So beginning tomorrow, Friday, it will be running through Sunday evening at midnight Pacific time. And the new client bundles and new client single sessions are going to be on sale. So if you are someone who has never worked with me before and you are very curious or very interested in dipping your toe in the water of nutrition coaching and you really feel like you need some support in one or more areas, this is an absolute great place to start. Both my new client bundle packages as well as the single introductory session for new clients, these are going to be 20% off. So again, Friday through Sunday at midnight. And what is truly great about these new client specials is that you don't have to commit to any length of time. So it's not a five or 12 week program. These are individual a la carte sessions that you could either just do one or you could save money by bundling the intro session with some follow-ups as well to be used anytime thereafter. These new client specials are perfect for someone who is interested in optimizing their fueling strategies. So for example, like what we're going to talk about in this podcast today. They are also perfect for someone who's looking to start troubleshooting any type of health concern or health issue, whether that be low energy availability, fatigue, a hormone imbalance, digestive issues, whatever it may be, this is going to be a great place for you to start. If you are curious to learn more about these sessions, head over to the show notes. I'm going to put a link there for you to check out. You can examine the prices. You can get a feel for what these sessions really offer. And I'm also going to put the discount code there as well for you to use at checkout. And if you're still feeling unsure if this is going to be right for you, if this is going to be a good fit, please feel free to schedule a 15-minute free discovery call with me. I always offer these. They give you a chance to just really chat with me, get your questions answered, and we'll really dial in whether this is going to be the right avenue for you or something else. I will also put the link to schedule a free 15-minute discovery call with me in the show notes as well. All right, diving right in, fueling for indoor climbing sessions. Properly fueling for your indoor climbing sessions can be an absolute game changer. Like seriously, this is one of my favorite things to work on with clients because this has an immediate payout. Like the rewards of really dialing in your fueling strategies are immediate. Unlike other things in nutrition, which sometimes takes a lot of time and a lot of manipulation and just, you know, figuring it out, fueling strategies are one of those things that you just get immediate benefit from, which is so, so cool. Just by timing your food correctly and by eating the right things at the right time, you can increase your energy levels during your sessions. So basically, you have more more energy to train for longer if that's what you want. You can have more efficient sessions because you're not bonking halfway through. You recover faster. And honestly, you just have more fun at the gym because no one likes a hangry monster at the gym. Trust me, I've been there. It's no fun at all. So in this episode, we are going to cover what strategic fueling or nutrient timing actually means, when to eat, 
before, during, and after your session. So we're going to cover the specific timing there. We're going to cover the what. So what type of fuel is the most effective during those various time frames? And then we're going to finish off by covering some of my favorite fueling snack ideas. So of course, talking about food, one of my all-time favorite things ever. So what actually is strategic fueling or nutrient timing? We can call it a few different things. So this is the idea of intentionally consuming food, aka fuel, before, during, and after your sessions to really maximize your training sessions, like I said earlier, prevent an energy bonk, and to improve your recovery time by not digging yourself into a hole, which we'll talk about a little bit later. So let's start this off by talking when to eat. So let's look at the time frame. When do we ideally want to be consuming these nutrients, food, to really maximize our physiology, to train at our absolute best? So before your session, ideally, you want to be eating before your session, no matter what. That's like the bottom line. If you take anything out of this podcast, that is the one thing that I want you to take away is that you want and need to be eating before your session. So I kind of like to use this following rule of thumb for climbing in particular, as far as the timing goes. So ask yourself this, was your last meal within an hour before you started your session? If yes, great, you're good to go, and you can carry on to what to do mid-session. If not, so if you haven't eaten within the last hour, if your last meal was not within 60 minutes of you starting, have a snack 30 minutes beforehand. So an example for this, let's say Joe eats lunch at 2 p.m. He gets in his car, he drives to the gym, he arrives around 3 o'clock, and he gets his workout started. He is good to go. He doesn't need to necessarily fuel before his session, like a a specific snack, because he already had his meal within that hour time frame. Now, let's say he ate his lunch at 1 o'clock, and he's arriving to the gym at 3 o'clock. He would definitely want to have a snack 30 minutes, around, let's say, 2.30 in this example. Having that snack ahead of time is going to be crucial in that instance. So bottom line, like I mentioned, eat before your session. Ideally, no longer than one hour before you start up and start getting moving and getting started with your training. Okay, now, during your session, when to eat during your session. Now, you might already be thinking, oh, crap, I don't ever actually eat during my session, (laughs) and that should be a big red flag. I want more of you to eat at the gym. Whatever your gym's rules are, you know, eat in the appropriate location. Maybe wash your hands beforehand if you'd like, but eating during your session is seriously a game changer. So here, again, is one of my rules of thumb for you to start thinking about in terms of when and if you should be eating during your sessions. All right, the question to ask yourself, is your session going to last longer than 90 minutes? If so, you should definitely be having a snack during your session. And ideally, you really want to be eating, again, if your session's going to be longer than 90 minutes, you want to be eating a snack roughly every hour or so. So an example of this is, let's say you have a three-hour long gym session. Maybe the first two hours you're warming up, Maybe you're, you know, 
on the boulders, doing your whatever boulder session, maybe it's a limit bouldering session, maybe you're doing some volume, whatever it may be. So the first hour that you're there, you're going to have a little snack after that first 60 minutes. Then another hour elapses, you're going to have another snack. Then maybe you're going to transition, you know, to finishing out with a strength workout or some core or something of the sort, but you're good to go. You ate at the one hour mark and then you ate at the other second hour mark. And by the end of the session, you're going to be good to go with your post recovery meal or snack, which we'll get to in just a minute. Something I want to mention is that although I'm giving you some rules of thumb here as far as when to eat before and especially during your session, it's really, really important for you to tap into your own body and really listen to your own body's cues, what it's telling you. Are you hungry? (laughs) These are some things that can be really easily missed. So again, even if your session isn't 90 minutes, you still might need a snack in some in some instances. I know I do often. <laughs> Even if my session is only 60 minutes, depending on what my day has looked like and what my meals have looked like thus far, I oftentimes have a snack. So here are some questions to ask yourself to really check in with those internal cues to see if maybe you should just pull out that bar and munch on it real fast, even if it's within that 90 minute range. Here are some questions to help you check in with yourself to determine, hey, maybe it's time for a little snack, even if you haven't been there for 90 minutes. The first, how big was your last meal or snack? This can totally impact your hunger levels during your session was actually how much food have you really eaten that day overall? Also, how hungry are you today? Our hunger changes and varies from day to day. It can be totally different. So just acknowledging that, hey, you might be a little extra hungry today could, you know, mean something. Also, how are you feeling right now? Are you feeling really tired? Are you feeling grumpy? Are you feeling hangry? If so, these could be all indicators that you might just have to have a snack right now. Again, this is all up to interpretation. So the best rule of thumb I can give you is just always have snacks in your gym bag, no matter what, so they're ready when you need them. All right, we covered the before timing, we covered the during timing, now let's cover after your session. So ideally, you want to be eating as soon as possible after your session. Again, more questions to ask yourself. When will your next meal be? Do you just have a quick drive home and then you're just going to have a super quick reheat of food, maybe something that's already prepped? Or are you commuting for 30 minutes and then you have to cook an entire meal? Like those are very different scenarios and stuff for you to really keep in mind when determining when you need to eat or also when you need to bring something and Be prepared to eat right after your session before you're even home. So again, another rule of thumb, is your next meal going to be within an hour of your session? If not, have a snack. Again, have something for your car on the drive home or even as soon as you get home, having something ready to go is going to be essential for helping you recover from your sessions. So I don't know if you've heard about this concept of an anabolic window before, but I'm guessing you probably have. So a lot of fitness 
people out there, and you know, it's been discussed in the literature before, talking about this recovery time after your session is complete. And the idea is that you need to eat within a certain window. Oftentimes, I think it's like 30 minutes to an hour for you to really maximize your gains. And if you miss this window, then you're not going to be able to recover as efficiently. Well, I think the research is pretty clear at saying that's not necessarily the case. There's really not this tiny specific window that you need to rely on in order to recover properly. However, what is absolutely true is your blood sugar. So you are going to have to regulate your blood sugar, especially after training. And the only way that you're going to be able to do that is by eating. You just spent anywhere from one to three hours training at the gym. You've been working hard, you are utilizing your muscles, and now your blood sugar, if you don't eat right away, you're going to start to dip into that hypo, that low blood sugar state. And that's when you dip into that state, it's really, really hard to dig yourself out. I always like to say, you know, it's much easier to get ahead and prevent that from happening. Otherwise, it's going to take your body so much more energy to recover and you are going to experience those symptoms of fatigue, exhaustion, maybe even extra soreness if you aren't prioritizing food as quickly as possible after your sessions. So again, this is not necessarily the anabolic window, rather regulating your blood sugar and really setting yourself up for success for recovery by food and fuel coming in after your hard work and effort. So now that we've covered the timing of when to eat before, during, and after your sessions, let's transition to the what. And I feel like this is people's burning questions often, like what do I actually eat that's going to make a difference? And before we dive into that, for a moment, I just want to review the macronutrients and what role they play in energy production, because this is going to really play a role in then what we want to eat at what particular times. So let's start with everyone's favorite, carbohydrates. (laughs) Carbohydrates are sugars, and there are many different types of sugar, many different types of sugar found in food, but the one that I really want to talk about is glucose. And glucose is also the sugar that circulates in your bloodstream. Um, And glucose is found in starch. So starch is just molecules of glucose. So we find starch in things like rice, for example, or potatoes. I mean, it's in a lot of things. It's in wheat as well. Um, So glucose, again, is the sugar that circulates your blood. So when we're talking about blood sugar, another way to say that is blood glucose. And the great thing about carbohydrates is that they can be converted into energy the quickest. Out of all of the macronutrients out there, the process of glycolysis can happen without oxygen, and it's a very, very quick process. That's why carbohydrates are so good for quick energy. And one more term that I really want to define is glycogen. So glycogen is the stored form of glucose. And so this is found in your skeletal muscles. So again, the muscle around your bones that you're using to produce all of your fabulous movement and exercise, glycogen is stored there. And it's also going to be stored in your liver. And liver glycogen is really just utilized uh, mainly to balance your blood sugar. Okay, 
fats. Fats are lipids. So lipids or fats can also be utilized for energy. And this happens via a process called beta oxidation. But this occurs at a much slower rate than carbohydrates do. So yes, we still utilize fat for fuel, especially in more aerobic or more endurance style activity, but it doesn't happen quite as quickly as it does from glucose or carbohydrates. And finally, protein. So protein is really the building blocks to everything. Muscles are made out of protein, enzymes, certain hormones. So, so, so much is involved with protein. It's so essential, obviously. And protein is not a viable source of energy unless there aren't enough carbohydrates or fat available. So this often occurs in times of underfueling, in times of starvation starvation, when the carbs and the fat just aren't readily available, our body starts to break down protein and utilize that for fuel. And that's not necessarily a good thing. It's really never a good thing. We don't ever want to do that. We always want to spare our protein and really leverage carbohydrates and fat to be used as energy because that is truly, truly the most efficient way to utilize those two fuel sources and not compromise your your body, your muscles. All right, so now that you have a little bit more context about the macronutrients and how they individually create energy or how they don't, let's dive in to the what. So what should you actually be eating during these different timeframes? Starting off with before your sessions. So if you're going to aim for that snack about 30 minutes before the start of your training, you are going to want to prioritize a carb-focused snack plus a little bit of protein in there. And so what is going to be a carb-focused snack? Well, that's going to be something that's obviously mainly carbohydrates. So that could be like a little fruit, for example, maybe with like some trail mix on the side. It could be a piece of toast, anything that is more predominantly carbohydrate-based. And as far as amounts go, you're going to want to aim for around 30 to 60 grams of carbohydrates in this snack. Again, about 30 minutes beforehand. And so, okay, what do 30 grams of carbohydrates actually look like? Well, 30 grams are about one serving. So one banana is about 30 grams. One apple is about 30 grams. Sometimes one or two pieces of toast or rice cakes, for example, are 30 grams. If it's a package project, you can always just flip that package around and look at the nutrition label and look at the ingredients and how many grams of carbohydrates are listed per serving. That will help you start to kind of understand what that amount actually looks like in real life. So again, those numbers are a little vague because everyone's a little bit different. And there's a lot of factors that involve with how much you're going to eat beforehand. Some of that is your weight. Some of that is, again, what you've already eaten throughout the day or how much activity you've already done that day. So again, I like to give a range about 30 to 60 grams of carbohydrates ahead of time. Sprinkling in a little bit of protein is nice because oftentimes as climbers, we are having much longer sessions than other types of sports. For example, you know, a three hour long run, like that's a really long run. (laughs) That's not something that runners are going out and doing every single day. Whereas climbers, we're having three hour sessions pretty regularly. So including some protein in your 
before in your pre-fueling snack is going to be really important for keeping your blood sugar stable throughout your session. And it's also just going to be important for your satiety. So it's just going to help you feel satisfied throughout those three hours more so than if you were to just have carbohydrates alone. So how about that pre-fueling meal? So if you recall back to our timing section, you could have your last meal about an hour before your session. So what to eat in that last meal? Well, it's just going to be like you would eat any other meal. It should be balanced. So you should have a good ratio of carbohydrates, protein, maybe a little bit of fiber if it's not too heavy on your stomach. And we'll go over into that a little bit more here in a moment. And of course, you know, some color, some greens, some extras, whatever that may be. Oftentimes, what I hear a lot from athletes is that whenever they eat before their session, they just feel gross. They feel heavy. They feel like their food isn't being digested. And so unfortunately, that leads them to often not have this pre-fueling meal or snack. So there's a couple things to look out for in this department. First, it's going to be quantity. So it's going to be the size, especially of your meal. So really take into consideration the fullness scale. Don't eat past a six on the fullness scale. You don't want to be like super overly stuffed. You really want to be mindful of your portioning here. So you're not going to go into that session still basically digesting your food. The other thing that I see often here is people include either too much fiber or too much fat in their pre-fueling meal or snack. So fat extends the time of digestion. It slows your digestion, which is great in all other circumstances for balancing your blood sugar and having sustained energy. However, that's not great when you are trying to utilize that fuel right away when you're about to move your body in any type of training or exercise situation. Fiber does a similar thing. So fiber is found in carbohydrates. You think complex carbohydrates, you can think fiber. Again, this slows the digestion. Fiber is wonderful for you. However, if you are someone who is prone to feeling heavy and kind of just generally not great before your sessions, after you eat, definitely take a look at your fiber at your fat and really reduce that. Aim for more simple carbohydrates if you can. All right, moving on to during your sessions. So what to eat during your climbing sessions. You want to be really aiming for simple carbohydrates here. No need to sprinkle in any protein or any fat. Just choose carbohydrate forward snacks. And the reason why we want simple carbohydrates, like I just mentioned earlier, it's going to provide you with really, really quick energy. They're going to be easy to digest, and they're going to increase your blood sugar pretty rapidly, which in this case is actually a good thing. So the reason why you want to increase your blood sugar while you're actually right smack dab in the middle of your training session is because your body is going to be able to pull that glucose out of your bloodstream readily and utilize it right away for fuel. And so what this is doing is actually sparing your glycogen. So instead of having to tap into your stores, you're able to utilize the sugar directly from the food that you're eating. And this is going to have a huge impact on your recovery time as well. Again, you're not going to be digging yourself into a hole if you're sparing your stores. You're going to be able to recover faster and just have better sustained energy throughout your session. 
As far as amounts go, you want to be aiming for about 15 to 30 grams of carbohydrates per hour during your sessions. Again, if they're going to be longer than 90 minutes, like we talked about in the example previously. So again, just start checking your serving sizes. Take a peek. Get curious. Look at how many grams of carbohydrates are in a bar, for example. Is that going to be enough to sustain you throughout the session? Or are you going to need to add in maybe a little bit more of something else? Probably the biggest mistake of all time that I see many, many athletes make is skipping this step. So they just completely skip the fueling mid-session. So if you're listening to this right now, I challenge you, go put a bar or multiple bars or anything you might need in your gym bag right now so you can be prepared to have your mid-session snack next time you go to the gym. Okay, last but not least... After, post, post post-session, what should you be eating? So in this case, you are going to want to be eating a protein-focused snack plus some carbohydrates. Um, And this could be in the form of either a snack, like I mentioned, if your meal is not going to be within an hour, or it could be a protein-focused meal. As far as amount goes, I love to see at least 25 grams of protein in this post-session meal or snack. And as far as carbohydrates are concerned, again, aiming for that 30 to 60 grams of carbs in this meal for sure, at least, um, and definitely in that snack as well. The reason why we want to focus on protein, especially after your gym sessions, is because we want to help promote and stimulate muscle synthesis. So you've been breaking down your muscles as you've been using them and providing our body with the building blocks it needs to really help support that growth of new muscle and that repair is really going to be essential after your sessions. And including carbohydrates in your post-session meal is going to be just as important because we're wanting to replenish any of your glycogen stores that might have been depleted. So again, you are utilizing energy, you are tapping into those stores. We want to make sure we refill the tank, quote unquote, as quickly as possible with some carbohydrates in addition to your protein. And I know I mentioned this earlier, but one of the biggest mistakes that I see are athletes just waiting too long to eat after their session. So again, try to eat as soon as you can to help stabilize your blood sugar and really promote a quicker recovery time. Okie dokie. Well, we covered the when, we covered the what. Now let's just talk about some of my favorite snacks, some of my favorite foods to eat during these different windows to hopefully give you some ideas. Um, Maybe they're a little different than what you normally like to eat. And so, yeah, you might be able to try something new. So for my pre-session meal, some of my favorite things to eat are oftentimes a fruit, like a banana with some nuts or some nut butter. I love toast, toast of any kind. I do okay with a little bit of fat, so oftentimes I'll do like a sunflower seed butter or an almond butter on there, or you could even do like cinnamon and sugar with butter, however you want to make your toast. That's always a great one. Sushi. I love having avocado rolls before my session. I try to eat this again in that like meal time frame. So about an hour before the white rice gives me tons of quick energy. The fat just gives me a little bit of satiety to kind of hold me through. And I love a little bit of salt coming from the seaweed as well as the soy sauce. It's like oh, one of my perfect savory pre-workout little tricks. Yogurt and granola is also great. Hummus and crackers, 
oatmeal with a little bit of protein powder, and um, even something really easy like some beef jerky and a fruit leather bar that totally hits that equation of carb-focused plus a little bit of protein. Then for meals, I just normally have like a balanced meal about an hour beforehand, keeping portions in mind. Sometimes I will just eat half of that meal and then I'll reserve the other half for after my session. So literally I kill two birds with one stone. It's awesome. Highly recommend that for a strategy. Some of my favorite during session snacks include Aussie Bites. If you haven't seen these, they are amazing. They're basically just these little like oat, apricot, honey, a little bit of sugar, amazingness. I find them at Grocery Outlet if you have one. Highly recommend. Uh, Dried mangoes. I love these, especially with a little sugar on them. Again, we're aiming for simple, simple carbohydrates here cookies, um, any type of sugar, like I just mentioned, like a natural gummy worm, and any carb-focused bars are great here. So what I mean by a carb-focused bar is one that just doesn't really have as much protein. It's just more of a carbohydrate bar. So like a Lara bar is a good example. It has a lot of... Um, uh, call it dates in there. It's just mainly carbs, not a ton of protein. And as far as my post-session meal, my ultimate favorite is really just having a balanced meal. I time my sessions pretty strategically so I know I'm going to eat within an hour because I love to just refuel with a glorious full meal, whether that be going out to eat. Um, We're about 45 minutes away from the gym where I currently live, so it's really nice, just an excuse to go on a little date and just go get something, um, have someone else cook for me after my session, which is awesome. Um, Or, you know, something made from home as well. I love a protein shake or a smoothie, whether that be store-bought. Oftentimes, I know a lot of climbing gyms have pre-made protein shakes right there in the fridge for you to buy. That would be a great option. You could always bring a shaker bottle with a scoop of protein in there. Just fill it up with water right at the gym, have it on your drive home, or even blending something up when you get home with some extra carbohydrates in there, some like fruit, frozen fruit, for example. It doesn't have to be crazy complicated. Really set yourself up for success here. Have something in your car ready to go. It could be as simple as a bar to tide you over until you get home, maybe a little fruit in there, whatever it may be. Just make sure you're prioritizing eating as soon as possible after your gym sessions. Phew. All right. Well, that was a lot of information jammed into about 30 minutes of a podcast. So I hope you were able to take some notes. I hope you have a little better understanding about the timing. So really when you should be eating before, during, and after your sessions, as well as a better idea of what to focus on, what to prioritize, especially in those macronutrients during those timeframes as well. And maybe with some other fun snack ideas for you to start utilizing. Again, just one final quick reminder, I am having a sale this weekend, so check the show notes for more information on 20% off all of my new client bundles and sessions. And as always, being this a brand new podcast, if you are looking to support me, the best way to do that right now is share this podcast with a friend. So if you know someone who would benefit from really... Uh, optimizing their fueling strategies. Maybe they're that person who's like a little grumpy, a little hangry at the gym. Make sure to share this podcast with them. I would love for this information to get out to more and more of you fabulous people. Thank you very much for listening. Until next time. 
do this. 